Welcome, I'm Tommy Moore and I'm currently a teacher at a bioscience education center and studying for my master's degree in neuroscience. This podcast facilitates engagement between clinicians, researchers, mental health practitioners and leaders in psychedelic assisted therapies to provide expert opinions, share research results and ultimately help to educate the public about potential new opportunities in patient treatment. In today's discussion, we're going to review Mind Medicine's mission in light of the rescheduling of psilocybin and MDMA, now as Schedule 8, or Controlled Substances, for medical use in Australia, effective July 1st, 2023. We're going to discuss what the change to the classification means for psychiatrists and how it will be implemented. We will briefly revisit what psychedelics are and their historic use. We are also going to discuss the new format of this podcast because, based on recent feedback, the Mind Medicine podcast will be shifting its focus toward more in-depth analysis of newly published research articles on psychedelics, as well as previous research. The podcast will continue to feature interviews with leaders in psychedelic-assisted therapies, while also exploring topics in things like neuroscience, philosophy, and mental health. So Mind Medicine Australia is a non-profit organization dedicated to increasing medical access and awareness of psychedelic assisted therapies. I have been volunteering for this organization for the past two years and hope to create regular content that the community can support. While I do not expect support, I ask that if you benefit from this podcast, please consider supporting its progression. I've now integrated this platform so that the listeners and the community are able to donate directly to the podcast if they choose to do so. All of the links are available in the description. So what should you expect with this new podcast approach? Well, ultimately, my goal here is to summarize and analyze newly published as well as previous research articles on psychedelics. We will cover groundbreaking research from around the world, not just in the context of psychotherapy. We will continue to create interview-based content, but to ensure regular content is released and that it can align with my particular interests in neuroscience, philosophy, and mental health, we will focus on keeping up with the scientific research as these fields progress. And I hope to become more actively involved with the mind medicine community and to make contact with more researchers and health practitioners. And I need your help and suggestions to streamline this. This shift towards a community-based podcast allows you to actively shape the direction of this platform. You are more than welcome, and I encourage you to email me. My email is tommy at mindmedicineaustralia.org. You are welcome to send me publications of recent or forthcoming results, whether it's a scientific researcher, a mental health practitioner, or any leader in psychedelic-assisted therapy, and also provide feedback on social media regarding guests you'd like me to speak with, topics or concepts to explore, or you can perhaps tag them in. And keep in mind that the information provided in this podcast is for informational purposes only, and is not intended 
to be a substitute for the advice provided by a doctor or other healthcare professional. Patients should not use the information contained for diagnosing a health problem or disease and should always consult with a doctor or other healthcare professional for medical advice or information about diagnosis and treatment. Okay, so what are psychedelics? Psychedelics are compounds that temporarily alter brain function. Now, it's not just about brain function, but it seems that a lot of the, the studies around their effects and their pharmacology are looking at the brain. They produce shifts in perception, thinking and feeling and result in an altered state of consciousness. And the term psychedelic was coined by British psychiatrist Humphrey Osmond and means mind revealing. Classical psychedelics include substances such as psilocybin, which is the active compound found in magic mushrooms, ayahuasca, masculine, LSD, lysergic acid diethylamide, and dimethyltryptamine or DMT. Now, although not a classical psychedelic, MDMA is often included due to its somewhat similar effects. Research from Imperial College London has linked MDMA to enhancing openness and promoting a form of active coping in the brain. And historians and anthropologists have found that psychedelic agents have been used for thousands of years in various cultures and for different purposes, including ritualistic practices. The use of psychedelics in the West dates back to ancient Greece's Eleusinian, I'm going to butcher that name, uh, Eleusinian mysteries, a ritualized initiation rite involving what some researchers believe was a psychedelic potion. Masculine was the first classical psychedelic to be synthesized in 1912 by the German pharmaceutical company Merck. And LSD was first synthesized by Swiss chemist Albert Hoffman in 1938. In the 1950s, medicine-assisted psychotherapy using psychedelics was regarded by many as a promising treatment for a range of conditions, with thousands of research papers published on psychedelic therapy between 1950 and 1972. These documented their effectiveness in treating a variety of disorders, including anxiety, depression, post-traumatic stress disorder, and alcohol dependence. So that's a brief history of psychedelics and what they are. So what is Mind Medicine Australia doing with all of this? Well, we were established to support the research and development of new treatments for mental illness, particularly through the use of medicine-assisted psychotherapies. Overseas trials of demonstrating the promising clinical results of such therapies and our organization believes that Australia should explore these treatments as well. We aim to provide better treatment options for patients suffering from mental illness with a focus on developing clinical implementation frameworks and training therapist protocols. We also seek to increase awareness of these treatments among the general public and relevant stakeholders to provide best practices. And medicine-assisted, in particular, psychedelic-assisted psychotherapies have incredible and impressive outcomes in treating a wide range of mental illnesses. So they do seem to have a trans-diagnostic action. And we believe that these treatments could be expanded upon through novel research protocols and regulatory support. 
We are advocating for evidence-based policies that support research and appropriate service provision for the therapeutic use of psychedelics alongside psychotherapy. And so it's recently that the TGA have permitted psychiatrists, authorized psychiatrists, and we'll get into this a little bit further, to use MDMA and psilocybin for particular treatment conditions. And these treatment conditions are treatment-resistant PTSD for MDMA and treatment-resistant depression for psilocybin. And motivated by the potential for these breakthrough therapies as they've been designated by the FDA in the United States, is to expand medical treatment options for mental illness in Australia and beyond. So our whole aim is to... One, increase awareness and support among the general public and key stakeholders for psilocybin and MDMA-assisted psychotherapy. Two, which is to guide regulatory change regarding medicinal psilocybin and medicinal MDMA through constructive engagement with policymakers and regulators. Three, provide training and professional development for therapists and clinicians to make use of these medicines, which we'll touch on a little bit further on. Four, which is to fund research studies, clinical and sociological, to measure and improve the efficacy of these therapies. And finally, five, ensure implementation feasibility, including enabling the availability of medical grade product throughout the country, making sure that relevant practitioners are willing and able to prescribe these medicines and ongoing research studies are performed. So ultimately, the goal is to achieve a viable treatment paradigm that is safe, accessible, and effective for mental illness in Australia. So let's chat about this, this change to classification and what this actually means for psychiatrists and Australia. So starting July 1st, 2023, authorized prescribers will be able to prescribe psilocybin as part of a therapy for patients with treatment-resistant depression and MDMA for patients with treatment-resistant post-traumatic stress disorder. We believe that it's essential to collect outcome data reporting on the clinical value of these treatments and an independent academic statistics group will oversee curation, analysis, reporting and publication of this data. And currently, we're arranging for these medicines to be supplied through licensed pharmacists holding Schedule 8 permits with a supply chain tightly controlled at all times in strict accordance with Australia and state or territory regulatory requirements. And finally, we'll be setting up a special fund to receive donations from philanthropists and governments around Australia for those who cannot afford the full costs of treatments. So this initiative is designed to help bridge the funding gap before funds from health funds and the Australian Government Medical Benefits Scheme become available to patients in the future. And with this new scheduling decision, Australia continues to lead the way in psychedelic treatment research, providing hope to many patients with depression and PTSD for whom current treatments have failed. The data collection plan will provide real-world evidence of the value of these treatments, which is likely to change medical practice around the world. So, this means that psychiatrists with specialized qualifications will be able to prescribe medicines containing psilocybin or MDMA for the treatment of PTSD or treatment-resistant depression. The TGA, Therapeutic Goods Administration, has granted permission for this 
and has cited the lack of options for patients with specific treatment-resistant mental illnesses. Now, in order for psychiatrists to prescribe, they will need to be approved under the Authorised Prescriber Scheme by the TGA following approval by a Human Research Ethics Committee. The substance will be listed as Schedule 8, which means controlled medicines in the poison standard for these specific uses, but will remain in Schedule 9, prohibited substances, for all other uses. However, currently, as far as I'm aware, there are no currently approved products containing psilocybin or MDMA that the TGA has evaluated for quality, safety, and efficacy. Okay. Specialized psychiatrists who are registered under state or territory legislation that is part of the Health Practitioner Regulation National Law will be able to prescribe. So that's condition number one. They're registered under a state or territory legislation that is part of a Health Practitioner National Law. They have obtained approval from a Human Research Ethics Committee, HREC, registered with the National Medical, excuse me, National Health and Medical Research Council, NHMRC, to use the substances for treating these conditions and have sought and obtained authorization from the TGA under the Authorized Prescriber Scheme or the AP Scheme to prescribe these substances for patients under their care. So authorization can only be provided to prescribe psilocybin for treatment-resistant depression and MDMA for post-traumatic stress disorder. So this is incredible. This is massive news because Australia is the first nation in the world to reschedule these medicines for medical purposes, making us, Australia, an innovative leader in the treatment for mental illness. And Mind Medicine Australia is receiving hundreds of inquiries, if not thousands of inquiries, about how this program is likely to work in practice, as well as really big interest in you know medical supplies, clinical training, and costs to patients. So this rescheduling decision, again, will lead to real-world evidence being received from psychiatrists about the progress of their patients, both during and after these treatments. Appropriate data will be collected, analyzed, and published, adding to this body of knowledge provided by randomized controlled trials being done by Compass Pathways and USONA with psilocybin, and phase three trials in PTSD recently completed by MAPS with MDMA. So since 2021, Mind Medicine Australia has trained 240 medical professionals through its Certificate in Psychedelic Assisted Therapies, or CPAT. Graduates have described the course as life-changing and the most outstanding professional development program they have completed. And we are going to be launching dates for 2023 intakes. So in 2023, the program will feature an international course director, Dr. Gita Vaid, MD, who is a board-certified psychiatrist, psychoanalyst, and co-founder of the Center for Natural Intelligence, which is a multidisciplinary laboratory dedicated to psychedelic psychotherapy innovation and clinical practice. She's also a lead instructor at the Ketamine Training Center and a member of the Mount Sinai Psychedelic Psychotherapy Research and Trauma Center. Dr. Vade is a multidisciplinary association for psychedelic science, MAPS, trained psychiatrist and psycho psychedelic psychotherapist, practicing ketamine-assisted therapy in New York City. 
So the CPAT course runs for 16 weeks and it starts on July 16th and includes a weekly online class and six day intensive in October. Assessments, self-study, group work, and other things. Who can access this? Well, we welcome psychiatrists, psychologists, GPs, physicians, psychotherapists, counselors, addiction specialists, palliative care specialists, social workers, mental health nurses, occupational therapists from all around Australia, New Zealand, and the Asia Pacific region. Essentially, now that this medicine is going to be available to psychiatrists from July 1st, 2023, we need to make sure that there are mental health practitioners who have this special qualification to be able to implement this throughout Australia. Because currently, we've only trained 240 mental health practitioners, but the vast landscape of people suffering from these types of illnesses is massive and it's expanding. So we need to ensure that there's enough clinicians and practitioners that are able to prescribe this medicine. Okay, so they're the next steps for psychedelic-assisted psychotherapy within Australia. We need more trained psychiatrists, more interest and research in this field so that people are becoming more aware and know that there is this authorized psychiatrist scheme to ensure that not just any psychiatrist or any psychologist can access these medicines. Well, psychologists can't, but psychiatrists. Next week, we're going to revisit the fundamentals of psychedelic assisted therapies, including the therapeutic process and the psychedelic experience. But I hope you have enjoyed this style of podcast and I remind you that you have the opportunity to actively shape the direction of this podcast by providing feedback and suggestions for future episodes, including topics and guests. But until then, thank you very much for your time and attention and I look forward to hearing your feedback.